before we get started, shall we pray? Heavenly Father, I just thank you this morning for this opportunity to come here before your congregation here at this church to uh, spread your word, Lord, to visit with people, to, to share your word. I'd ask that your blessings be on each one. May the words that come from my mouth be your words, Lord, and ask you to forgive our sins as always. In Christ's name, amen. Well, uh, I don't really know how to start this off. Uh, we all know that this COVID-19 has changed our lives, every one of us, in more ways than we could have ever imagined. I mean, the smallest little facet of our life has been turned around. I see people here wearing masks. That's good. Uh, can't go to the grocery store without wearing a mask and all the banks except one you can't even go in here in Quantum. I mean it's 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 just a such a widespread thing and it's all over the United States it's not just here in Quantum. so yesterday I got on the computer and I did a little research and uh, about some facts and figures about COVID-19 and other diseases that uh, affect people here in the United States. And I'd just like to share some of this stuff with you all this morning. Uh, the, the title of today's lesson is Perspective. So I'm going to start out by giving you a few figures I gathered up. One person in the United States dies every 37 seconds from coronary problems high blood pressure, uh, heart attack, stroke, whatever, and it is the leading cause of death in the United States. It is four times the number of, uh, four times more people die of heart-related issues than they do of COVID-19. But how many of us change our lifestyle when we know that the risk of heart disease is there? Uh, we still eat our cheeseburger and french fries. Uh, many people continue to smoke. Uh, they don't quit smoking. We don't exercise like we should. Uh, we just, I don't know, we kind of push it to the back burner a little bit and don't really pay attention to it. And we're all guilty of that, myself included. Uh, there are 607,000 deaths each year from cancer. Now, that's a staggering number. That's a lot. And approximately 1,762,000 new cases of cancer reported every year in the United States. Now, so far, this year in 2020, there have been 169,000 deaths in the United States from COVID. 27% the number of coronary deaths and 26% the number of cancer deaths. So that makes COVID-19 the third, in third place as far as deaths in the United States. Now, every time we get in our vehicle to go somewhere, we're at risk, right? We know we could always have an accident. 40,000 people, 40,000 die in the United States every year in automobile accidents. But here's a big number, 4.4 million people 
are injured badly enough to have to be hospitalized because of automobile accidents every single year in the United States. I'm going to read you all a little uh, bit of wisdom from C.S. Lewis, for, and this was written in 1948. So there's only going to be a few people in here that even remember who C.S. Lewis was. He was a, a highly popular English writer and a lay theologian. What might C.S. Lewis say of our new COVID situation? Here's what he said in 1948 about the mental shift of people living with the threat of the atomic bomb. This is when the atomic bomb, you know, ended World War II. How are we to live in the atomic age? I'm tempted to reply why, as you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost every year, or as you would have lived in a Viking age when the raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night. Or indeed, as you're already living in an age of cancer, an age of sexually transmitted diseases, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. In other words, things are going on all the time. You know, uh, this was from 1948, but right now, things are happening that are not related to COVID. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb. And quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. We had indeed one of the very great advantage over our ancestors anesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance but a certainty. This is the first point to be made and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we're all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible things. Praying, working, teaching, hugging our children, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint, and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, and he got in parentheses here, a microbe may do that, which I'm thinking uh, COVID-19, but they need not dominate our minds. You know, I, I never dreamed that this, that's the end of the reading. I never dreamed that this one single thing, namely the coronavirus and the fear of it, would change our lives so much. Schools have been canceled, church services canceled, sporting events canceled, any kind of social gathering was put on hold. We couldn't even have funerals in our church and uh, barely could have them outdoors. And they then regulate the amount of people that could attend. It's like our lives have been put on hold. It's almost as if our faith in the Lord 
is being tested every day. Everywhere you turn, there's something going on. How many of y'all, and I, I can remember this, uh, you young people won't, but going to a chicken pox party so that your parents get all the kids together. If one person has a chicken pox, he makes you, you all get together and play so that everybody gets it. So that once you have it, it's over with and you're not gonna have it again. I mean, I, and how many did that with your own children? And now, what, 50 years later, 60 years later, they have a vaccine. Chicken pox is no longer a viable disease. And we can hope and pray that this will be the same case with this COVID-19. They have a vaccine for flu. It's not entirely effective, but uh, it depends on which strain you get, but it does help. And it won't be too long till they come up with a vaccine for the prevention of this COVID-19. In other words, things have been happening to humans, people like us, as long as humans have been here on this earth. We get sick, accidents happen, whatever. We must learn to keep on living life as, as much as we possibly can. Now, I'm not trying to say that COVID-19 is not a seriously terrible disease, that each of us must continue to wear our mask when we're in public. We need to keep our hands washed, uh, practice social distancing. All these things are vitally important to you know, to prevent the spread of, of this disease. I'm getting off my notes. Now that uh, school is fixing to be getting started, I think uh, we all really need to be in prayer uh, for our teachers for our students, we don't, it's an uncertain thing how this is all gonna work out. Uh, my daughter, Jamie, starts work tomorrow. She's gonna have so many children in her room that they can only space their desks four feet apart instead of six. And uh, we're really concerned about that. I don't know how it's gonna be here in Quanta, if y'all are gonna be six feet apart or not. But uh, there's a lot of places that there are a lot of kids and not enough room and not enough teachers to where the children are gonna to have to be confined with the teacher. And uh, we need to be praying for all these folks, y'all. It's, it's, a, it's a major step forward getting school started back. You know, during spring break last year when COVID got started back in March, right, John? Uh, who'd have dreamed that they wouldn't even be going back to school the rest of the year or all summer you know if they didn't know if they were going to be starting back to school today and it's a it's a progressive step forward and we just need to pray that uh, God's protection be on each and every one child administrator teacher anybody involved right down to the janitors the people that keep the building sanitized it's it's going to take a team effort to keep all this working and uh, uh, I summed up a few scriptures here that I would like to, to uh, read to you all if you'd like to follow along with me. Uh, first one is Isaiah 41.10. I'm sure we're all familiar with this. 
do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We move on to New Testament to John 14, uh, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 13. By in putting everything under him, God left nothing that is not subject to him. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to God. Also now, if you would find the 23rd Psalm, I'd like for you all to read along with me. In your pew Bibles. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Y'all read with me. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Shall you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we again come to you this morning thanking you for the many blessings of life. We come to you in need. There are many that John lifted up this morning on our prayer list that are hurting. We especially pray that you be with Roberta at this time as she is a victim of COVID-19. She's got a lot of things going on, and she really needs your strength as well as her family, Lord. We ask that you would uh, be with all administrators the students, the faculty, all the folks involved, Lord, in getting school back this week, and, and just pray that uh, your hand of protection be on each one, that uh, you just give the, each person what they have need of in this coming week, and we pray it in your name, Lord. Amen. <laughs>